when my younger brother Joe completed his, uh, his time at, the, at a flight school in Pensacola to be a marine aviator, they gave everyone in his class a call sign. Okay, if you're familiar with Top Gun, like Tom Cruise's call sign was Maverick. Uh, his co-pilot in the back was Goose. Well, because my brother played hockey at the Naval Academy, they, they gave him the call sign like hockey puck or puck. And he wasn't happy with that. He's like, you know, it's, it's not really, doesn't really describe who I am, but it, it, it's, it's what they gave him. Well, evidently, his Boston accent spoke louder than his call sign. So they changed his call sign. They changed his call sign to Southie because the, the Irish um, are known to come from South Boston. They say, if you're, you know, if you're Irish, oh, you're, you're from Southie. So Joe loved that. Joe's like, hey, that is something that reflects something about who I am. Well, today in the gospel, Jesus changes Peter's name from Simon to Peter. And, and it's actually more radical than changing his religious call sign. When he changes his name, he's, he's changing radically or maybe inviting Peter to recognize there is a radical change in his identity to be a, a rock for the church and in his mission. You are Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of the netherworld will never prevail against it. I'm thinking if, if I'm in Peter's place, the last thing that I'm thinking that Jesus is going to see in me is something solid, dependable, steadfast, like a rock foundation. If Peter was going to guess at a name that Jesus would have for him, it might be small pebble, insignificant rock. And actually, ironically, in the Greek, that's what Petros means. It means small pebble, small rock. But what's important for us as Catholics to recognize that, that, that Peter, when Jesus changes his name to rock, Jesus was not speaking Greek. The Gospels were later written in Greek because Greek was the common language. But Jesus would have been speaking Aramaic. In Aramaic, he said, you are kephas, massive rock. I think this, the, the name changed there for Peter. And, and I would think that maybe it's true for, for all of us that there may be this reluctance to, to, to see in us and ourselves what God sees in us. When, when Jesus asked the question, first he says, who do the people say that I am? And the disciples, it's like they took a poll. Let's see what the CNN poll is saying. They're saying some, that you are John the Baptist, come back to life. Or you're Jeremiah, or you're one of the prophets. And then Jesus goes and makes it really personal. And he says, 
but who do you say that I am? And the rest of the disciples are silent. It's Peter who stands up and says, you are the Christ, the Messiah. And it's at that moment that Jesus says that this has not been revealed to you. This is not human wisdom. This is divine wisdom and a divine grace that the Holy Spirit is giving you to point out the truth of who I am. And now we see the change in Peter from Simon to Peter, to rock, to the foundation of the church. And what is the church's mission? The church's mission is to continue to, to, to announce to the world that the Christ is here. The Savior is here to heal us, to save us from our sins. I'd like to present to you the same question that Jesus presented to the disciples. And I just want you to just kind of be aware in your heart, what is your profession of faith that just spontaneously comes to your heart? When I, when I ask the question, here Jesus asking you right now, who do you say that I am? I'm going to just give you a few moments just to, to make a response in your heart. Who has Jesus been for you? Who is he right now? Who do you say that he is? You are my what? I want you just to hold that for a moment, and I want to flip the question around. I want, I want you to ask that question of Jesus right now. Jesus, who do you say that I am? What is it in me that you see? Yesterday I was praying over this gospel and I, I, I started to answer that question for myself first. I said, Lord, who are you for me? And I was like, you're my Savior. You're my Redeemer. You're my Protector. You're my Sanctifier. You're my Inspiration. And I found myself saying, and you're my Rock. And I thought that that was interesting. I was like, wow, you're my rock. And I, and I wonder if when Peter said, when Jesus said to Peter that you are my rock, like, was there something in Peter's heart that says, well, Lord, how can this be? Because you're my rock. You're my foundation. And I was, as I was sitting with that yesterday, this kind of, it came to me and said, what if what we see in Jesus, what spontaneously comes to us, maybe in some way reflect 
what he sees in us, what he desires for us, what he wants for us. At least for me, you know, I see it as a priest, you know, to be his forgiver. But aren't we all called to forgive? To be mercy. To be sanctifying grace. To, to, to live in sanctifying grace. And, and to, to be something solid for others. That in some way, I think what Peter was experiencing, Jesus says, I see, I see my goodness in you. And I want to affirm a giftedness, a uniqueness that I am giving you that I'm not giving anyone else that is your gift for the church during the time that you're living. And then what, what we celebrate and we recognize that that, that gift of the, we call it the Petrine ministry has passed on from every succeeding pope throughout the ages. That the the gift that the Holy Father would always point out the truth to who Jesus is and the truth to who we are. But how amazing it is to discover the truth of who we are uniquely before God. And I'll leave you with this. It's an invitation that this very small book with some pictures in it, so you'll love that. But it's called Discovering Your Personal Vocation by Father Herbert Alfonso. And in that book, what he proposes is that God has given each of us like our call sign, <laughs> vocation, personal vocation. The root word of vocation means calling. That God has given us a call sign that is a special name that he has for us, that he wants us to discover. And that call sign, I give you the example of the little, isn't it funny? There's her call sign, the little flower. Her name is Therese. St. Therese of Lisieux. But she discovered her call sign. Her call sign is the little flower. She's this very humble little flower in God's garden. That's her identity. But her identity shapes her mission, how she lives her life, her little way. And I have asked and invited people in retreat ministry to ask God, what is the call sign? What is the name that he calls you by? And it's so beautiful, it's so powerful, and it's so transforming when we discover the name that he calls us by. This invites you as we continue with this Mass to, to desire to know that, to ask him as you receive him in the Eucharist, to ask him when you're praying in the morning or praying in the evening, maybe before you go to bed, Lord, please speak to me, reveal to me, what is the name that you call me by? And pray for the grace that as you embrace that, as it continues to be confirmed in your prayer and in your life, that it shapes your identity, something very uniquely gifted that he's given you, and he's called you to be, during your time here on earth. But then we will celebrate the uniqueness of that for all eternity. Amen?